Hello, welcome to the Mindset Coach Podcast. Thank you for joining me today, episode number three, From Survive to Thrive. Hello, so what does it take in order for all of us to get to that point in our lives where we start to really contemplate what it is that we really want to do, what's been holding us back, what mindset shift or thinking or belief shift needs to happen. And I think with anybody that goes into a business or running a business or into doing a career or new job or new skill set that they're not previously used to doing, really there's a point that there's a major decision that needs to be made. But with any of the self-help world, that's often the case that people will often refer to there's the one decision there was the one thing that happened without it being like a major life-breaking moment or an epiphany but there's usually one point in everybody's life where we get to the stage of looking at ourselves in the mirror or being in a certain situation within a job and thinking you know this is not what I want anymore or I really always wanted to become x y or z and now it's come to the point where I'm going to make that happen now obviously this doesn't happen to everyone because If that did, everybody would be doing business, everybody would be an entrepreneur, everybody would uh, be opening up shops and and, and e-commerce and all of these different things that people are doing. So I'm not talking about the general public, I'm talking about the people like you who are actually uh, downloading episodes of the podcast Mindset Coach because you've come to a point in your life where you are interested in a mindset shift or understanding yourself to a deeper level in order to progress in whatever journey that you're on. So what does it take? What is the decision that needs to happen? What's that point in all of our lives where we think enough is enough? I'm going to do this. I'm going to make it happen. And nothing will stop me. Because I think people listening to this will understand what I'm talking about. It'll resonate at some level. Because you're either there, you've done it, or it's in the back of your mind, ticking over. Thinking, should I, shouldn't I? I've always wanted this, but I'm not quite sure where to go or where to get help. So I'll start by talking about myself. I, you know, if you listen, listen to the last uh, couple of episodes, I've explained that, you know, my history has been in the world of psychology, uh, psychotherapy. I, you know, from training and working with an education for quite a while, um, I went self-employed for about a year, a year or two, and spent a bit of time learning the ropes when it comes to self-employment and learning how to get clients and advertising. This I'm on about quite a lot of years ago now, so this is very basic stuff. Uh, there, there wasn't everything that's available like there is now with Facebook groups and, you know, even this podcast and things. So I'd, I'd started moving into the world of uh, self-employment and working for myself for about two years, and then it got to the point where I was offered a job. Uh, to go work for a psychological service here in the northeast of England. And, you know, the idea of having a guaranteed wage and working for an organisation where there was likely to be some career progression and I would no longer have to look for clients or try and find clients because there would just be a steady amount of them. And, you know, um, as I've said before, I work with a lot of adolescents and families and children. So this was, like, ideal for me. This This was an ideal scenario to move from the unpredictable world of uh, trying to seek clients myself and at the time I think it was yell.com and you know people were still using the yellow pages and things like that and and so the, the internet 
advertising and marketing was not like it is right now. So this was a good idea. So I decided, well, I'm going to go work for this psychological service. It seems like a good idea and guaranteed a wage. And I was there for a number of years and I was part of setting up a service that worked within uh, education, putting psychological services in education. But it got to the point where I had to really look at the experiences I was having and how happy I was or wasn't. And for me it came down to the management of the service. If I was very happy, you know, there's a good chance I would still be there now. I'm not, and I'm very glad and very grateful for the fact that I'm not because I'm now doing what I'm doing with my own rules and my own boundaries. But the fact that it went wrong, I could see now, was almost like a gift. But what did go wrong for me is that I'm trained to work in a certain way with clients. And because this was a service that it was bums on seats commission based they needed the facts and figures and the pie charts and the bar charts at the end of every year in order to get funded again the the service started to get squeezed and so when the service is starting to get squeezed it gets very hard to do the job that you're trained to do and anybody that works in psychotherapy or psychology you know usually come from a place of really wanting to make a difference really wanting to help people but for me the ability for me to help the people I was working with was becoming more and more restricted and hindered because the management was terrible. And I don't say that I try and pick faults um, in a way that I'm not going to own my own part within that, but the management was, it was terrible. And so we'd be asked for ideas and then the ideas wouldn't get listened to because it was just paying lip service. And, and then we'd put proposals forwards or we'd have uh, different avenues of training we'd want to go down. And that was nodded to, but we'd never get any further. And so basically I started to realise that no matter which way I tried, no matter how I uh, tried to progress within my role within the service, and also if I wanted to train in further areas, there would be certain nods in the right direction that would kind of say, you know, well, that's a really, really good idea. But then I knew in my heart that it would never happen. Because when you're working for other people, when you're working for, um, and I don't just mean anyone, because working for some people would be absolutely amazing, but when I was working in this organisation, it was clear that the management didn't know how to respond to people who had a large degree of wanting to better themselves and to further themselves. So you end up in the scenario where maybe the system around you, for me it was management, wouldn't allow you to grow. They wouldn't allow me to grow. They didn't want me to become, uh, to coin an old phrase, too big for my boots. And that maybe my wings needed clipping, which is a common one. I've heard that a few times. So it got to a point of feeling suffocated whilst within a service. And so what, would, what, what, you know, what do we do? What do we do when we're in these scenarios where we've got a vision, we've got a life, we know what we want to do. But it's the system around us is saying no. Because then we're interfering with other people's beliefs and we're interfering with other people's values and other people's rules and other people's priorities. Because if the priority of a service like I'm talking about is to get bums on seats and numbers on graphs because then they can get commission, then the quality of care or the quality of work that we might do with individuals is going to get smaller because all of a sudden you might have to work more, uh, you might be more limited in what you're allowed to deliver. So that for me was the moment. So I realised that in order for me to feel free, in order to me or in order for me to feel like I can grow, there was two options. 
it was either play the game, and by I'm playing the game, I mean stay with the status quo, stay with exactly how it is, and feel a part of me drown bit by bit every day because actually all of my needs are getting squashed and my sense of um, growth is getting squashed and any of my ideas are getting squashed. And you can only really tread water in that scenario for so long before something happens. And so what would happen in that scenario is I would either try and sabotage the service, I don't mean me personally, you know, but us as people, we would get very, very resentful and unconsciously or sometimes even consciously try and sabotage the service around us and almost bring the walls down with us or we can leave. But that leads to uncertainty and uncertainty is scary. But in order for me to survive as a practitioner who works with other people and I've got the uh, my client's best interests at heart, I knew in that point that I could no longer tolerate working for an environment that is not going to support my growth. So the first step for me was how do I leave? I'd made the decision and that's the one decision in my life and my career which was the defining moment to get me to where I'm sat now doing a podcast in my own time at five to three in the afternoon instead of working on another another person's schedule. You know, and I own my own company. I do lots of work in areas that I'm seriously interested in and I can develop things in the way that I really want to do. So that was the decision for me. That was the pivotal moment of survive to thrive because in order for me to survive... I needed to move, I needed to get out, I needed an exit strategy. So I spent a couple of months devising a plan of how to get out. But also how to get out in a safe way so I wasn't absolutely left with nothing. But there would be work for me to pick up. So I wonder what that might be for you. Maybe you've already done it, I don't know, maybe you can send me a message. But what's the point that you'll get to where you think enough is enough? I need to do what I need to do, I need to do what I was born to do. I need to do the thing that I've always wanted to do, but I've never had the opportunity, I've never had the courage, or I've never had the uh, belief in myself. You know, or what, if you're not there yet, what will it be? When will the day be that you decide enough is enough? That I actually want to prosper. I don't just want to survive. I don't just want to tread water. I don't want to play the game. What keeps us in this scenario? What, what are the things that keep people in a unhappy work or career, or even relationship environment. And if you think about it, it brings safety. You know, so you might have a safe job, a safe career, safe pension, a safe wage. You might have the safety of knowing that you're not going to be looking for a job every other week. But that's safe, safe, safe. And where do we get that sense of safety from? Who defines safety? Because what we'll often do unconsciously without even realise is we'll actually end up playing out a script. And in the psychotherapy world, they talk about family scripts and life scripts, which I'll do a podcast on in more detail at another date. But we're often cast roles upon ourselves by family and authority figures when we're very young about what we are actually allowed to do. It's not like a verbal face-to-face permission. You are not allowed to join the army. Or you are not allowed to go self-employed. It's too risky. But unconsciously we receive these messages all the time. And so we end up playing a role that's given to us unconsciously. And often the internal messages 
which are now ingrained in our belief system, are connected to the projections of other people. So let's say a parent believes self-employment to be a risk. And actually, you know, I came out of the war and there wasn't any jobs and there was no money. And so it's best to stay in a safe job. You know, you go on, son. You, you, you get the career, you know. But you can climb the ladder, you know. It'll take a while, but it's safe. And, you know, it, there's a safe salary and there's a good pension at the end of it. And all of these things which keep us within the role. Because what happens when we step outside of that script, that outside of that belief system that's not actually ours to start with, is it creates anxiety in the other people around us. And it was their anxiety in the first place that kept us in the script. So one thing will happen if the day comes, or I should say, you know, when the day comes, if you listen to a mindset podcast, you know, the day maybe has already arrived. So when the day comes, you say, enough's enough, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make a plan. I'm going to, I've got an exit strategy or I've got a business plan that I'm going to do. And this is my heart's desire. And I've always wanted to do it. That all of the people that help set this script within you will raise their heads. And it might not be a verbal confrontation, but you'll get the eyebrows and you'll get the looks and you'll get the tuts and the, ooh, it's risky. Oh, are you sure that you're doing the right thing? Or will the job you've got, you know... It's quite safe, isn't it? You know, especially in today's uh, economy and the climate of today. And so what these are are projections. And a projection is when someone puts something about themselves which is unwanted, undesired, feelings and beliefs about themselves. And they basically sell a tape onto you. So let's say someone's feeling really tired and they walk in the room and they're like, oh, uh, have you had a late night? You look really tired. Like, no, I'm fine. It's a projection. They're feeling tired. But they're projecting it onto you. People will do the same about careers. People will do the same about beliefs. People will do the same about habits. And so we end up carrying other people's beliefs and projections all the time, but it's not in our awareness. If and when you decide to make the leap and to take control of your own destiny, to sound a bit cheesy, the fact is there will never be a right time. For me, it became a sense of certainty. I was certain, not that I would be a success in what I do, but I was certain that I did not want to play the game within this company anymore. I was absolutely certain of it because I would have lost my soul if I'd have stayed there. Like I said, you can only tread water for so long. You can only play the game for so long before someone loses. And it might well be you that loses. I mean, how many times have we heard the stories where people turn to alcohol or they turn to drugs or gambling or anything as a way of coping with the stresses that life brings? You know, these are all coping strategies. So it might be you, in a less obvious way, that loses. I mean, there are people who I know who I care a lot about who still work for the organisation that I'm talking about. And every time I meet them, I see them and I think, my, you know, you hated it then and you've been there another however many years. And you look defeated and you look downtrodden and you don't look well. Because they've been playing the game, they've been treading water in the swamp, knowing that they're not going to grow, and we know that growth is important. And I don't just mean financially. I'm mean about personal growth is massively important in order for us to feel like we're contributing to the world and contributing to ourselves. So there will never be a right time, no matter what you think when it comes to finance or family or mortgages. You know, there never is a right time. And if we keep on replaying that story to ourselves, that, you know, I'll just wait until, that is actually likely to be a form of sabotage. If you can really take anything from this podcast, it is to realise that there really isn't a right time. 
not to wait till your kids are older or to wait till you have kids or to wait until you know that you're more financially secure or to wait until the house is paid off or the car's paid off you need to get started now because the clock is ticking yes i don't know how old you are but the clock's ticking for all of us and putting that off is likely to be sabotage it's a way of saying i don't fully believe i'm capable of doing what it takes in order to survive in a world in my own business or in my own company or setting up a partnership or whatever it means to you so it actually it's safer to stay right here doing what i know in the way that i know best but remembering at some level you are conditioned into that level of safety so others again will project their anxiety and project uh, their discomfort in wanting you to stay in the position that keeps them feeling safe so this is the kind of bizarre catch 22 scenario we're in other people won't want you to shift and move and will give you all kind of reasons not to even if it's non-verbal and you will buy into that because it buys into your script so if you do want to do it and you know I really hope that you do because there's opportunity and abundance out there for anybody but you have to do it with a plan you know you have to be able to formulate a plan doing things blindly is not a good idea you know going going to work tomorrow and telling your boss to f off because you hate the company that's not really a thought through plan you might really want to do it you know that part of you might be you know raring to do it but that's not part of a plan so i suggest that you make an effective strategy for moving away from the position that you're currently in and whether the strategy starts with starting a business plan or speaking to some advisors or looking at your bank account and seeing how to get out of debt in order to get the funds or the loan from the bank to you know buy the premises or to buy the stock or whatever it is that you want to do or the the, the university course or the training so i think it always needs to start with a plan and one of the things that you will come up against time and time again is fear I'm going to do a podcast soon about fear in the brain and how the brain responds to threat which is going to be really interesting and useful I hope. But you have to be able to plan for fear because fear is normal. Do anything that is outside of your comfort zone, do anything that you've not done before, do anything that your sensory system takes on board as being new, you are guaranteed to feel uncomfortable. You're meant to. Your brain's doing its job. It doesn't have a blueprint, it doesn't have an early pattern for it. and if you've got interjects which uh interjects are very quickly um the voices that you hear in your head which say i'm allowed to do this i'm not allowed to do this this is good this is bad they actually interjects of parents and authority figures so it might be your voice and your narrative inside your head but it's actually an interjected authority voice i'll talk about that another time but you're going to meet interjects inside your head that are all linked to this conditioning within your script of what is safe and what's not safe what is good to do and what is not good to do you know what's good or bad and if you're going to navigate yourself around this script like hopefully right now by bringing it into your awareness then be ready for fear be ready for discomfort that doesn't mean that you have to go back down your rabbit hole it doesn't mean that you then have to just jack everything in and say oh you know i can't do this it means plan for it you are going to feel bloody uncomfortable when you've got everybody around you telling you can't do it or it couldn't be done but you know what if someone else has done it or anything even similar to what you want to do it is 110% possible 
You just need to make a plan. Do it wisely. So to give a recap of today's podcast, you know, what is the decision? When will the decision be? What does it need to take for you to take action on the thing that you've always wanted to do? And whether that's to become a millionaire or become a gardener, it doesn't make any difference because that's just down to you. That's down to what you want to do. And what is it within your mindset? So if you connect and join the dots to your script, interjects, safe versus not safe, experiences that you've had or experiences that you don't have a blueprint for, and all of these walls that you're going to need to jump across and, well, maybe even knock down. And can you be prepared for it? So make a plan. Plan for fear. Plan for objections. Plan for some sleepless nights. So I hope that's been useful. Please join me next time on the Mindset Coach Podcast. And until then, goodbye. Thank you.